What's up, beautiful people? We're back with another episode of the Be Chic Podcast with your host, Brittany Ball. On the Be Chic Podcast, we believe that there's a healthy intersection between money, career, passion, and purpose. Grab your notebook, turn the volume up, and let's get into it. So today I'm super excited to start my new series on moving to Washington. So if you are new to the podcast, you might not know that I moved in 2019 with my husband to Dallas, Texas for a new job, literally weeks after we got married. And so I did a quick episode about that in 2019, I believe. And it just goes over my experience talking about the differences I learned in the area, moving from the Midwest to the Southwest and how I was just adjusting and to just give insight to other people who are interested in moving to the area. So we have taken the big leap again and moved out to the Pacific Northwest, which is even further from Dallas than Dallas was from Milwaukee, where we originally came from. So it was a huge move, but I wanted to share about it just to give you an idea of what it's like living in the Pacific Northwest and what it's like taking a big step like that and how it pretty much changes your life when looking at the differences and the opportunities in moving. So I hope that this series is helpful to you. And even if you're not listening because you want to move here, but just for some of the life lessons I've learned and also what it takes to make a move like this financially, because it is a huge commitment. Luckily, we moved with the assistance of Nick's new job, which we will talk about a little bit. And that was very helpful, although it did require some skin in the game, so to speak, from us because we had to cover a lot of expenses up front and then get reimbursed. I also um, just love talking about the regional differences. I can now say that I've lived in the Midwest, the Southwest and the Pacific Northwest, which all have their own unique characteristics that I've come to love or not love so much. And so I'm just sharing that to help put things into perspective for you if you are considering making a similar move. Also, just to know your options. If you have lived in the specific area of the country for most of your life, you may not realize how things are different in other areas. And you think that the way a certain thing is done might be the same across the board, but that's not the case. And so just knowing what like the different options are out there just helps broaden your horizon, not just for travel, but for actually like immersing yourself in this new subculture within the United States and living there, actually being like a part of the residence. And something else that's really important to me and my husband as well, because we've had these conversations, is that it's important to explore areas outside of where you're from, outside of where you live, especially actually moving there and living there for a little while, because it definitely changes your perspective and gives you a better, broader view of the world. I can definitely attest to this because moving to Dallas right after we got married, basically strengthening our marriage by not being surrounded by so many people that we know and love. And we were also able to kind of establish ourselves as a familial unit 
in a new territory and being able to do that whether you're married or single just kind of helps you evolve as an adult and get to learn yourself a bit more as you are taken out of your comfort zone and so I really appreciated that experience in Dallas right out of um, I guess pre-marriage and then having that opportunity again now to kind of wipe the slate clean and try new things, embrace new opportunities and see what's next for us in the journey. So I'm going to wind it all the way back to 2021. And this is pretty much where the journey began. We decided to sell our home. And I talked about this before, so I won't go into too much detail. But we decided to sell our home in 2021 when we noticed that there was a huge opportunity in the market. And we were kind of itching to look at other areas. Not because we're just these wanderlust nomads, but because we already knew that Nick wanted to find a different industry that he wanted to work in. And he knew that that would probably take us to a different part of the country, whether it was the South, the Southeast, the Northeast, the Pacific Northwest, the uh, another place in the Southwest. Like he knew that we would be moving and I realized that as well. And so we decided to take advantage of the market and sell our home and then go into renting so that we could be more flexible and we ha- could take advantage of a shorter timeline if we needed to move across the country. So in a hot market or not, you just never know how long your home will take to sell because of each transaction being unique to the buyer and the seller. So depending on how long it takes to figure out um, concessions, any contingencies, basically any like negotiation parts of the contract, plus going through escrow and the lender doing their parts of the process to make sure that the mortgage will get funded for the buyer. It could take 30 days. It could take 60 days. It could take 90 days. And it was just like so much that was riding on that, that we didn't want to be caught in that situation. If Nick found a job halfway across the country and they wanted him to start within four weeks, we knew that wasn't going to be as viable of an option with um, a home. We also considered renting our home and still having that property, but we opted for the former. We rather rent something um, that, I don't know, fit some other criteria that this home did not. But it was a great experience. We can say that we successfully owned a home at one point and we will again. So we're, we're not tied to that. We're not lamenting that situation at all. And then um, also... 
It was a great opportunity for us to take advantage of me working remotely. So I actually switched jobs in October 2021. And I don't think I've mentioned this earlier on the podcast, but I still have a full time nine to five job. And my company who I worked for from 2017 to 2019 actually reached out to me and said, hey, would you be interested in coming back to the company remotely? And I thought it was a funny full circle moment because when I left in 2019 simply because we were moving they did not extend me the offer to stay with the company remotely but after the experiences of COVID that became a more feasible option for the company now that they were forced to do that more regularly and so making that shift in my career made it a little bit easier for us to decide to move now because I was not going to have to start from square one with my career again. I wasn't going to have to quit my job, spend time finding potential jobs, applying to them, waiting to hear back, interviewing, and then actually starting. So as we know, that can be a very long process. And with so many jobs having remote and hybrid opportunities, which I would want to have, it is very competitive. So Again, an even longer process leading into that. So with this opportunity at my current job, I knew that I'd be able to keep my role, continue to contribute to the household income, even if we moved. And also, I just want to state as far as like a background thing, but if you're considering moving, Seattle was not our first pick. It was not the top pick when Nick was applying to jobs and looking at the different cities we'd potentially be moving to. It was in the top three, but we didn't think we'd end up here. So we definitely kept an open mind throughout the process. And we had regular conversations, regular check-ins about the possibility of us moving here if it happened to be the place we ended up going with versus our top pick. And that was the reality. So when it actually happened, when he accepted the job, We were prepared for it mentally. This next part is kind of weird because I didn't really notice some of the things that I was doing until after we had already moved. A lot of this was retroactive. But we lived in the DFW for about three years, almost exactly three years. We tend to make our moves in the summer, I guess. And we definitely formed our tribe while living there. We had a decent amount of friends, people who we could go to if we needed support, people who we could hang out with on weekends. And it really started to feel like home. And I didn't realize how much Dallas felt like home until we moved. And I felt like a fish out of water again. I don't know much about the area. I don't know a lot of people here. And it just hit me that we really did start to establish ourselves there. And it took some emotional preparation to move that I think I somewhat did by ignoring (laughs) the fact that we were leaving a place that we were very familiar with and started to love in many ways, especially since we had people there who we knew and were close with. But also 
We emotionally prepared ourselves by getting excited about the opportunity, not only focusing on the things that we didn't know, that we weren't sure how it was going to pan out, but just being excited about the opportunities that lie ahead, whether we knew what they were, like Nick's new job, or didn't know what they were, like our new favorite restaurants, new friends we would meet. We just stayed open to what was in store. And I think this is something that is helpful for any area of your life to keep in mind when you're experiencing change. And I cannot take credit for this comment or this thought process because I definitely had to work with my therapist on this about not getting scared about the change because there was an opportunity in the situation to grow and to have fun and to learn new things and meet new people. I was so nervous about not making any friends, not knowing anyone and just being isolated that I made the transition a negative thing in my mind a lot of the time. But there is actually lots of opportunity in a situation like this that can help you grow. So that was something that was big for me and recognizing that I was stepping out of a new comfort zone. Although I wasn't moving from my hometown like before, I did create a comfort zone with the friends that I had made, the places that I knew and the things that I frequently did. That was my new comfort zone for the last three years. And here I was stepping out of that again to hopefully be in a better place in my personal development and my relationship and then also just my view on life because I'm experiencing a new area. So that is the background of the series that we'll be going into. I'm not exactly sure how long it'll be, but I'm assuming about three, four or five episodes. We will see how far I get in each one. I don't want them to be too long. But some of the ideas that we will be covering in the next couple episodes uh, relate to the actual research we did when we decided we wanted to move to Seattle. Well, actually, when we started to consider moving to Seattle, when Nick entered into the interview process for his job here, and then the move itself. So we were fortunate to be moved by his company. But there were so many logistics that went into that that I want to share in case you end up in a similar situation or you just want to know what are things that you should be aware of when moving out of state. Also, this is probably the biggest topic that everyone researches when moving is the change in the cost of living and the housing market, whether you plan on renting or buying. I'll also be talking about the differences from the Midwest and the Southwest, of course, because those are the places where I've lived and that's my point of reference. So you can kind of get an idea of what to expect. Also the traffic and weather, because that's a big thing for me. Although I don't travel for work anymore, I like to know what I'm getting myself into traffic wise, but also the weather plays into traffic and then also just what your day-to-day life is like and everybody already knows it rains a lot in Seattle but there are other things about the weather that I want to talk about that stood out to me and then lastly just my story in general how we've been getting settled what are some new favorite things that we've discovered separate from like the research and the move itself what it's like living here as like a 
a recent implant. So that's the series. I hope you're looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to finally sharing my story. We've been talking about this move with the public since uh, June. So it's been a while. It's been a little ride here. And I thought I'd actually share some details now. All right, beautiful people, that's it for the podcast today. Now, you know, I can't let you go without doing some housekeeping. This is like the collection plate time at church when they're reading the announcements. Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get notifications for every episode that comes out each week. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so that I know I'm dropping these golden nuggets as you deserve. Last but not least, head over to my website, bchicu.org. That's B-C-H-I-C org and download the be chic budget template i'm telling you it's life-changing especially if you don't already have a budget as soon as you land on that page you'll see a bluish gray bar at the top just click on the link and get signed up to get your budget template right away all right that's all i got for you this week next week we'll come back with the heat but in the meantime keep it chic